You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Greetings and solutions. Oh. Changed it up there. I think I actually stole that from EJ. Yeah? I think he says greetings and solutions instead of Mm. the correct and expected greetings and salutations. Right, right. Well, (laughs) I'm something of a scientist myself. (laughs) (laughs) Solutions. Solutions. (laughs) So, Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, Spider-Man, 2002, Sam Raimi directed meme. That's right. That's right. Which Willem Dafoe. I'm so happy. Coming back to the Green Goblin. I'm so happy. The new Spider-Man movie. What a treasure Willem Dafoe is. What a treasure. He played Van Gogh in a film. I know. And there's someone else in that film that's quite notable. At Eternity's Gate? Yes. I've not seen it yet. I really want it. It's been on my list for eons. But, um... That's all I have to say about that role. I think Maz Mikkelsen's in that movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm like, I know there's someone else I was recently looking into. I'm like, he's in the film? Yeah. yeah. I'm into I'm that. down for that. Greetings. I really like Mikkelsen's foreign film choices. Mm, yeah. They're really quite, well, I don't know that many. Maybe I shouldn't say. They're all really <laughs> quite good because he's probably done a lot of acting prior to what we know him for. But most recently, he's been in a couple, I guess, probably Danish films. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the ones of note. That have received praise. I've done so deservingly. They're they're really quite impressive. So one of his Danish films won an Oscar this yeah, most recent go it's around. Pretty right? excellent. Yeah. How about so that? he's just he's doing good stuff too. Yeah. Look at that. You know, with a name like that, Maz Mikkelsen. How are you not gonna exactly do good stuff or whatever? Have yeah. you? I mean, you're Danish. You're Danish. What else? <laughs> what else could you want? You're Danish. You know, a great uh, Dane. It doesn't but not hurt that he's very good at acting. Yes, that does not hurt at all. <laughs> So bringing us back full circle, you know, if the word hail hadn't been ruined by a few individuals, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) a Reich, perhaps (laughs) Reich, perhaps that would be my preferred term of of greeting of greeting. Yeah. I just think that sounds baller. Yeah. Hail brother. In the before times. Yeah. In the before times, you know, (laughs) in the before times, before the empire. (laughs) (laughs) The Star Wars reference for you. So, you know, anyway, Maz Miggles at the movies, Willem Dafoe. Very good. Green Goblin. There's good stuff coming down the road yeah cinematically do you like how i emphasized that yeah, i loved I how you enunciated <laughs> that i didn't plan that out no no i, don't, I think no. everyone knows we did not plan that out because <laughs> <laughs> oh. we're christians and we don't plan oh what just kidding <laughs> maybe depending on who we are oh, head scratching yes what's happening here no that's a little segue into our topic because mm-hmm. one thing that I think if you've spent any amount of time in a church or you grew up in a Christian household or just depending on your background, mm-hmm. you may have bumped against this weird sort of quote unquote conflict between being led by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. or planning things out. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I do. You ever been there? Where I it's, do know what you're talking about. You know, you're trying to make a plan for something and somebody, I'm sure they're very well intended. I'm going to assume they are. And they're like, quenching the spirit, brother, <laughs> yeah. doing that. I'm like, oh, oh, what secret information have you divined? <laughs> my, my favorite example of this, and it's obviously very like jokey and I love it because it's so jokey. And it's when we were in college, someone's like, oh, I need you to do this simple thing. And it's usually something that's happening like right away. Like, please hand me my keys. And you're like, I'll pray about it. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> oh, man. It's right. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Liberty culture. Those things. <laughs> That's funny. 
Because <laughs> I mean, all laughing and joking aside, you know, on the surface, I think I can hmm. understand the tension. I can sympathize with you know what I mean. That, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, okay, like think of passages like in the book of James, mm-hmm. James four thirteen through sixteen. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance, and all such boasting is evil. Mm. You got that? Like that? Mm. Evil. Yeah. It's like, man. Like, should we be boasting about what we're going to do? And then you got passages like Luke twenty-one fourteen through fifteen, where Jesus says to the disciples, "Settle it therefore in your minds, not to meditate beforehand how to answer." That is, those who are accusing you, standing, you're standing before tribunals and such. Mm. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Mm, so plan nothing and speak off the cuff. That's it, right? <laughs> we got that down pat. <laughs> Which, if that's a generalized principle, we have been sinning the entire time we've been recording these podcasts. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a frightening way to live this is. Irony! At face value. <laughs> But you do read those, and at face value, mm. if you're just taking it in one ear out the other without giving it much thought, you could read that and think, oh, yeah, my gosh, exactly what you said. Just off the cuff and just make it up and just go, 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 go. And that's trusting the Spirit and <laughs> oh, sure, of course. learning to wait on the Lord and stuff like that, right? But then you have passages like Proverbs 20, verse 4, which says, the sluggard does not plow in the autumn. He will seek at harvest and have nothing. Mm. So <laughs> It is quite literally not going to plow itself. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> right? And that involves some forethought and having to think about you know, I mean, farming is all. seasons in advance. Yes, exactly. So you have that, or to be even more specific, you have someone like the Apostle Paul himself saying, and yeah, yeah, Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 16, 5 through 6 saying, I will visit you after passing through Macedonia, for I intend to pass through Macedonia. Mm. And perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter so that you may help me on my journey wherever I go. It's really disappointing to see him not use the magic words, <laughs> if the Lord wills it. <laughs> Can't be standing for that arrogance around <laughs> here. That's not How gonna. did that make it into the canon. (laughs) What's wrong with you people? So when you take all this cornucopia of passages, you Mm. like that word cornucopia? I love that word. That was off the cuff. It's the season four. Yes. (laughs) Corn. It's harvest. But yeah, like, I mean, if you take all the passages of scripture that speak to these things, which, mm. you know, I, I was pulling a very small sampling. Sure. You have a lot of the Proverbs talk about this kind of stuff. You got the apostles, Jesus. You might be tempted to throw your arms in the air and wonder, which is it, right? Like, do we follow the leading of the spirit and just refuse to make plans because that would be trying to put us in the place of God, like right. kind of boasting is evil, you know, or is it wise to make some plans and include others in those so that we can be on the same page, you know, like, are we in sin by scheduling a date night with our significant other? <laughs> or, or should we wait for the spirit to tell us which pair of socks to wear in the morning, you know? Yeah, that's my favorite reference. <laughs> that's like... <laughs> So, I mean, you get into like, I think those are kind of kind of jokey. I don't think a lot of people have questions about those, but like (laughs) if you're doing quote unquote, like specifically Christian labor, and I I put Mm. that in air quotes, scare quotes, you know what I mean? Like if you're being asked to preach a sermon somewhere Mm. or like deliver a message or testimony, something like that, you know what I mean? That's where I think this really comes up. You know, people start thinking about it. And in that case, it's like, oh, should we just wait till we get up to speak? You know, like Jesus saying, they're like, don't, don't don't meditate before and how to answer. Just like, you know, the spirit will tell you what to say. Should we do that? Or should we write out a manuscript, like a full word for word manuscript mm. and try to... Or everyone's like, favorite reference, be prepared to give an answer. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just don't plan about it. <laughs> right. 
Now, <laughs> I am, I'm kind of tempted to say, especially when we look at the reference in James. Right. I feel like we maybe uh, end up missing the posture of what's being said for the vocabulary that's being used to say it. Mm. So we quickly take it at face value, sure. like we said. And then I even really do think it's like with good intention yeah. and maybe misplaced anxiety, start worrying about what that means for us and how that mm-hmm. looks in our life. And you're like, wait, that doesn't look like boasting. Yeah. And I'm, I don't think I'm boasting when I'm saying that, but clearly something in that particular address is referencing something in their hearts. Yeah. There is something happening there. And it, right. even if it doesn't quite look that clear to us, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. there's there's something about the posture of what they're saying yeah. that is being addressed. Right. And so before we get to an alternative term, an alternative category Ooh. that I would like to propose for how we think about this particular issue, I would again remind us, because it's always helpful to I think, say this, the immediate context of those verses that you (laughs) think of and, well, I mean about anything really, but that really plays a role. So you take the passage where Jesus was telling them, settle in your minds not to meditate beforehand on how to answer. He's speaking specifically about if you're pulled before rulers and authorities, Mm. basically out of nowhere almost, to give an account for why you believe what you believe. Kind of like when, say, Paul was um, arrested by the Romans and then expected to stand before like Felix or Festus and give an account. And like all of everything that he had, you know, I mean, learned and all that stuff was influencing how he was answering. But at the same time, it's not like he had time to sit down and be like, well, let me write out, you know what I mean? My thought out responses to what Felix I know is going to ask me like you don't you don't have that opportunity in that case the holy spirit you do need to trust to give you the words to say in a moment like that. Or the James passage, right? Speaking to their hearts on a specific issue. Hmm. Also notice within the text itself, it's not that he says you can't say, <laughs> you can't make plans, right? He's saying like basically in your heart, it has to be something where you're saying, oh, like, yeah, like God permitting, like I right. plan to do this. Exactly. So all that is to say, just a little, another reminder, because never hurts to give those out. You know, just note the context around the verse yeah. when you're thinking about these things. Now, that being said, in light of all these passages, I would like to propose a different category for us to consider around this, and uh, that would be Holy Spirit-led planning. Mm. Why not combine the two? Hybrid territory here. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's uh, what's preventing us from doing that? You know? I have, I have no objections so far. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, like... We ask the Lord for all kinds of things. We ask him for our daily bread. We ask him to forgive our sins. I mean, it's like, why not ask him to help us as we're formulating plans? Sure. I mean, he is a God of order and not disorder after all. I mean, that's what, again, Paul says that in 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Like, he's a God of order. He brings order out of chaos. And just so we're clear that I'm not just pulling this concept out of the thin air of my imagination, I think there's actually warrant in this from the scripture itself. Okay. So, for example... When the church at Jerusalem was trying to decide how to deal with the controversy in the Gentile churches early on, like within the first few decades of the church, over whether or not the Gentiles should keep the customs of the Mosaic law, you know, the church gathers together, there's this council, and they say this after they come to their decision. This is in Acts 15, 28. For it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these requirements. And then they list out their things that they want the Gentiles to observe. But notice that key bit there. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us 
In other words, the apostles and elders, they deliberated, they talked, they planned, they worked through a potential solution for this that involved having to like create a plan, not just for how they were going to respond, but how they were going to get that response out to these churches. And they were trusting in the help of the Holy Spirit to do that. And they acknowledge that here. And that's, I find very interesting. It's, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. Like, that was another way of saying that. It's like, we didn't get a check in our spirits about what we were talking about here. Like, it seemed like this is what the leading of the Spirit was having us do. And that involved all this deliberation and planning. So, the Holy Spirit worked in them through their thinking and planning. And so, I do think that's a scriptural category for coming to an issue like this. Or likewise, when Paul made travel plans for his missionary journeys. All right. Like we just read about right in 1 Corinthians. He was also, however, open to allowing the Spirit to alter those plans. So, Acts 16, 6 through 10 says, and they, referring to Paul and his companions, went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. So, you get the sense that they were trying to go into Asia, which, by the way, Asia, they're not referring to like the continent of Asia as we know it. It's like Asia Minor, Turkey, mm. that kind of area. Okay. That's neither here nor there. It's just, you know, just so we're all on the same page. When they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Mm. Also, in the vision, he they were not um, rebuked for their efforts and their plans. Right. It was in alteration of yes, their course. Exactly. Exactly. So, at the end of the day, all I'm suggesting is that it is good and wise stewardship of our time and resources to make plans. Sure. If you're going to do anything with another human being, <laughs> unless you're magically telepathic, right. you have to be able to do this, yeah. right? You have to be able to communicate and talk about, well, here's what we'd like to do here. And um, it actually reminds me of a little maxim in the military, allegedly attributed to General Eisenhower. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you whether he actually said it or not. But he said, allegedly, planning is everything, but the plan is nothing. Oh. So, in other words, the idea is like, we need to be able to communicate with one another. How are we going to use these resources? Mm-hmm. Where are we trying to get? How are we going to get there? Et cetera, et cetera. But when you actually get into the fray, whether it's in war or in life or ministry, work, whatever, life is going to throw you curveballs. Yeah. Lots of variables are going to come into play that you couldn't account for because you're not God. You know, you can't possibly think through every possible variable Mm -hmm. that could affect your plan. Right. But the process of planning helps you think through what you could do in a situation, right? If you know, for instance, well, we're trying to get to X location and we're going to do it by method Y. And then you discover, all oh, method Y isn't working, but we still want to get to place X. Well, let's try method Z. So even that planning, even though your plan now has been jettisoned, yeah. the process of planning will help you adjust fire right? Yeah, and make a change. You're not holding that plan so dearly as to be unwilling to adjust when right. something happens. Yes. Take the example again, like some of the greatest military generals in the world, they end up experiencing downfalls many times when they get to that point. Where mm. They're like, I'm just going to keep the plan to myself. <laughs> and then they die or something like that would be, frequently happen. Like yeah. your commanding officer would die on the field of battle and he hadn't communicated his plan. It's like, well, well I don't know where we were going. <laughs> you know, like I knew we were going to get that hill, but after that, I don't know what we were doing. Dang. And so in the same way, Holy Spirit led planning says, okay, 
based on what we know from scripture and what's going on in the world, we may want to accomplish X objective. We may want to do Y thing or in your family, I mean, work, I, anything, apply it to anything. Make the plan. Paul says make the most of the time because the days are evil. I think planning is an effective way to do that. <laughs> yeah. But then be willing when those variables come in, when a, an obstacle shows up or when something has changed your plans. Be willing to trust that, okay, maybe, you know, the Holy Spirit is present. Mm. God is still on the throne. Let me work with him. Let's let's see if we can continue to get to, you know, like if you're Paul, it's like, do I want to get into Asia? Like, or is he saying, no, don't go to Asia, go to Macedonia. Mm. Like, be willing to hold those plans with an open hand, yeah. so to oh, speak. That's, those are the words I was thinking of, too. I love that description. I think yeah. that's so good. Yeah. If you're me, I like writing in pencil, so you don't write that pen in pencil and, you know, <laughs> erase it. But, like, that's the thing, I think, is, like, being willing to say, I'm going to make the plan, but I'm not going to mm. freak out if it doesn't go the way I expected it to. Yeah. Which... How many times does it ever go the way you expect it to anyway? You know, (laughs) it's like, yeah, golly, you know. So anyway, I don't think we have to put these things necessarily into conflict. I think you can have Holy Spirit led planning just you can have Holy Spirit led anything, really. And I think that's the more Christian way to respond to this dilemma. You know what I mean? Yeah. A combination, new category for thinking about it. I like it. Yeah. So that's. Hopefully a relief to someone out there today who's agonizing over whether they should spontaneously a, listen to this podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right, right. No plan for that. You know, if you're, uh, you know, preparing your testimony or doing something like that, you're like, I should just let the Holy Spirit lead me. Like, well, maybe he will lead you as you write it, you know, so that you can, you know, have it well thought out and so that it makes sense and is a gift to your hearers. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, that's all. That's all I got. You <laughs> that's know, great though. there's more, more, you know, more could be said, but that's all I have planned out. You got me there. I was like, oh, there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We did the thing. So thanks as always for listening. If you have questions on this or any other topic you'd like us to, you know, dig into here on the podcast, we can make plans. (laughs) You can email us (laughs) at podcast at horizonschurch.net or you can interact with us on social media. And uh, if you feel led right now to leave us an honest five star review, we'd appreciate that. You know, yeah, he's really I don't want to turn this. I really am. I am. I am absolutely wringing this oh, cloth for all all the <laughs> all the water it's got in it. So, hey, thanks as always for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.